the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I travel. It's time for the Don Crow Show, right here from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. Now, the Don Crow Show. Hello there, folks. How are you? Welcome to the Don Crow Show. Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 each afternoon, we get together, talk about stuff going on. I often call them matters that really do matter. Issues of significance that you and I want to get informed about. But my mantra increasingly has been, let's get informed, but then get involved. Find positive, life-affirming ways to make a difference. And if ever the culture needed your voice, if you're a person with your head screwed on straight and your heart in the right place, culture needs you now more than ever. By the way, we are again delighted to be able to share the show today with the Bill Bunkley audience on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Welcome aboard here in D.C. and Virginia and Maryland, uh, all over the place, and as well, Tampa. It's an honor to have you all with us. Coming up on today's show, uh, we're going to be talking in a few minutes with noted economist and author Dr. Walter E. Williams. He has long been one of my very favorite columnists and writers, pundits, if you will. In fact, uh, for years, I looked forward to reading him ever be, before I ever came to the D.C. area when I was up in New England. He's uh, well worth uh, hearing from, and we're going to do that as uh, part of today's show. Coming up in a few minutes, going to talk about before... And after welfare handouts, of course, uh, he strikes uh, a note of uh, common sense, logic, practicalities to everything he addresses. And this is one of those issues. We'll get to it. Economist, uh, economy, I should say economic analyst, Dr. Merrill Matthews, often on the show with us talking about health care and other important economic issues and he's going to join me later in the hour to talk for a, uh, for a few minutes about the 2019 health care premiums that are now on the rise. Also, I'm going to talk about the truth or not of the left's claims that it's who else's fault but Donald Trump's. He's going to bring some reality to that discussion as well. Later in the hour, Jonathan Alexandria, uh, Alexander rather of Liberty Council will join us to talk about uh, President Trump's move to enact the Protect Life Rule, which will prevent Title X programs from conducting counseling for or referring for abortions. It's another way of controlling and protecting taxpayer money that uh, many Americans do not want to go uh, to aborting our babies. So those are some of the things coming up. And last but certainly not least, 
Uh, he's one of my favorite authors, all-time favorite authors, Patrick K. O'Donnell. He's going to join me next hour to talk about one of our nation's, uh, uh, well, I dare say for a lot of us, it's one of the unknowns in terms of real information. I'm talking about the unknowns, the untold story of America's unknown soldier and World War I's most decorated heroes who brought him home. It's a just-released book, just out now, and Patrick is uh, is well-known as one of the nation's leading military and combat historians, and he's written a number of best-selling books on the subjects of American military and so forth. So we're going to talk about his latest book, The Unknowns, coming up in the next hour. So that's kind of a table setting for what we're going to be doing today. Meanwhile, speaking of uh, pro-life issues, 25 years ago, Chattanooga, Tennessee, was embroiled in a heated debate over abortion. According to this piece from Christian Newswire, today, all is quiet. Both abortion clinics in that city are closed. Six area hospitals stopped doing abortions. And, praise God, Planned Parenthood left town. There's not one doctor in town who will admit to doing elective pregnancy terminations. The headline is Chattanooga, a city abortion-free for 25 years. Uh, many have remarked that Chattanooga, uh, Chattanooga, yes, Chattanooga is an abortion-free city done right. Even a local doctor who used to do abortion stated, I think the pro-lifers here have been very responsible. They have used political, economic, and social pressure to push their agenda, not violence. Now, that was from some years ago, Chattanooga Times, but it, uh, it's mer- it merits quoting again. I think the pro-lifers here have been very responsible. They've used political, economic, and social pressure to push their agenda, not violence. Another, uh, rather others at the time, uh, offered similar observations. A local medical ethics professor said to, quote, speak in favor of abortion in this town is like saying you are in favor of sin. Wow. Uh, this uh, last, uh, this coming Sunday, rather, May 20th at 2 p.m., there's going to be a Give Thanks to God service at the Memorial of the Unborn or to the Unborn at 6230 Vance Road in Chattanooga. By the way, public invited to come and hear and give testimonies and sing and uh, more. In fact, uh, Charles Wysong, president of the American Rights Coalition, an organization that helps women sue abortion clinics for malpractice and who is one of the organizers of this event said, this Sunday, people in our city will come together to celebrate 25 years of being abortion-free. We give thanks to God. He said, abortion may be legal, but malpractice is not. And uh, he added, seeing Chattanooga become abortion-free is a great story And we've created a website to help other cities become abortion-free. That website is abortionfreecity.com, abortionfreecity.com. Then he added, Chattanooga pioneered the effort to target abortion clinics for malpractice. That effort spreading to other communities, drastic drop in both clinics and abortions. In 1991, there were nearly 2,200 surgical abortion clinics nationwide. Today, that number is under 500. Abortions in that same period dropped from 1.6 million 
to 926,000. In 2017, Planned Parenthood closed 32 offices. Only 12% of U.S. counties still have abortion clinic, an abortion clinic. That, folks, is a piece of good news, a very big piece of very good news. And if you want to track that column further, I believe this was at uh, Christian Communication Network based here in Washington, D.C. So we thank them for that update. Hey, we're coming back with more. Stay with us. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. There have been a number of releases of late where we are seeing substantive investigative works of journalism on the 2016 election that blindsided the pundit and political classes and gave us President Trump. Selena Zito and Brad Todd in their remarkable book titled The Great Revolt have shifted the focus from candidate Trump to the voters who elected him president, creating the electoral earthquake of 2016. So did Dan Balls in the Washington Post. All of this on the seismic shift in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Iowa, Wisconsin, and yes, Ohio. We're starting to get a more nuanced picture of the why behind this quake. The key theme is status, a fundamental conviction that elites of L.A., Silicon Valley, Manhattan, and Washington were a collective fixed sneer towards their lessers between the coasts. Midwestern swing voters felt, to use the cliche from sports, disrespected. This is the real story of 2016. I'm Hugh Hewitt. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. And now, your Pathway Minute with Dr. Robert Jeffress. Why suffering? The Bible tells us, first of all, some suffering is simply the result of living in a fallen world. See, we live in a world that has been permeated by sin. Sin has infected every part of God's creation. And that's why everything from our cars to our relationships break down. They've all been permeated or affected in some way by sin. In Romans 8, verses 22 to 23, Paul says, For we know that the whole creation groans and suffers the pains of childbirth together until now, waiting eagerly for our adoption as sons, the redemption of our bodies. The whole creation that has been infected by sin is waiting for that day when Jesus Christ will redeem and deliver his creation. Pathway Minute is produced by Pathway to Victory. To access the Bible teaching of Dr. Robert Jeffress, go to ptv.org. Balance of Nature's Fruits and Veggies. I'm Mark Gastineau. I played in the NFL for 10 years. I was diagnosed with CTE, with dementia, Alzheimer's, and Parkinson's. The fruits and vegetables that we take from Balance of Nature is the best thing that we could ever do. And I'm calling in now to order extra because of my wife has been taking mine because she sees a difference in me. It is a wonderful thing that Balance of Nature is doing. I hear the testimonies on the radio, but I'm a testimony for myself. And the fruits and vegetables, if I don't take them every single day, my day is not going to go the same. So God bless you, and thank you for what you've done for my wife and I. When you call, use discount code NOW, and we'll take 35% off your first month's order and ship it to you free. Call 800-246-8751 or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code now. Do you love a hot dog or hamburger at the ball game? Then you need to bring your appetite to Spectrum Field every Monday. Your $14 ticket includes all you can eat. That's right, you can chow down on all of your ballpark favorites like hamburgers and hot dogs and many other concession favorites. All you care to eat. 
Just $14 gets you a ticket to the game and all you can eat. Make sure you come hungry. Visit threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball. Get hooked. When was the last time the owners of a heating and A.C. company took time to share money-saving tips on your A.C. system? Learn how to save on costly repairs and maintenance during Keeping It Cool with Lance, the air guy, and the owners of ACS Home Services, Central Florida's heating and cooling experts. Visit acshomeservices.com and listen to Keeping It Cool every Saturday morning at 7 on Faith Talk AM 570, 910, and FM 102.1. I'm Bill Carl, and today's guest host on The Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. You know, if you're like me, you have a lot of apps on your phone you just don't use anymore. Why not delete one of them and make room for the Faith Talk app? It's free for your Apple or Android device, and it allows you to take Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1 with you wherever you go. Download the Faith Talk app today. The Don Crow Show on WAVA. Also happy to share the day with uh, the audience of The Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Have you ever wondered how needy Americans ever survived prior to the massive growth of our current welfare state? In a recent column that you can find at cnsnews.com as well as his own website, which I'll give you in a moment, my guest reminds us there is no history of Americans dying on the streets because they could not find food or basic medical assistance. So what did exist, systemically as a matter of fact, that brought real and ennobling rather than eviscerating help to the poor and the indigent among us? Well, join us to talk about it and speak about his column before and after Welfare Handouts, which you can find, by the way, as well at his website, WalterEWilliams.com, is the good Dr. Walter E. Williams, member of the faculty of George Mason University in Fairfax, Virginia, since 1980, currently the John M. Olin Distinguished Professor of Economics there. Uh, And you've seen him and enjoyed him, I'm sure, many times through the years on television and radio. His books are all well worth your reading, Race and Economics, How Much Can Be Blamed on Discrimination?, and among others, Up From the Projects, an autobiography. Dr. Williams, it's always a delight to welcome you. I told somebody, someone earlier, you have long been one of my favorite uh, analysts and writers, even in my days of doing talk up in New England, long before I came here to WAVA now over 20 years ago. So welcome. Well, thank you. Thank you for inviting me back. Well, it's an honor to have you anytime. And you write that generosity has always been a part of the American genome, uh, what were some of the dynamics that worked very well in the early American culture? Well, well I, I think that we should we, we Americans uh, ought to be very proud of ourselves. That is, we are the most generous people on the face of this earth. And and matter of fact, I think according to some statistics, we give almost eighty percent of uh, of all world giving. And and this generosity has always been a part, as you mentioned, of the American genome. Uh, Alexis de Tocqueville, uh, he, he came and to do a study on prisons, and instead he wrote, he went back to his country, and he was saying, and he wrote the book Democracy in America, which is one of the most important books about our country. But he is saying those those Americans just love committees. Somebody gets widowed, they have a committee. Somebody's barn burns down, they have a committee to fix it, and just showing the generosity of the American people. 
and and the you know there were uh, there were charitable organizations. The church played a major role uh, uh, in in uh, in helping out people who were in need. And and I think one of the things that that happened over the time, I think, is rather disgusting when you look at it, is that uh, that before the welfare state, uh, when people received charity, people in need, they received charity. There was a sense of gratitude on behalf of the recipient, and the sense of magnanimity on the on the behalf of the donor. And nowadays, uh, uh, people receive—I don't call it charity anymore—but. Uh, it's uh, uh, the government just takes one person's money by force and gives to another, and these people uh, they they call it entitlements. That is, uh, people are they they're almost saying that people are entitled to live at the expense of somebody else. And as I've often said, that the the uh, and it's, it's, uh, the welfare state is an equal opportunity destroyer of families, but uh, the welfare state has done to Black Americans. What slavery could not have done, what the harshest Jim Crow laws and racist discrimination could not have done, namely to destroy the black family. And and as I said, uh, you know, right now the 75% of black babies are born out of wedlock, and 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 the 30% of whites are born out of wedlock. And if you look back to 1938, the statistics back then. Uh, 11% of black babies were born out of wedlock and 3% of white babies. So the welfare state has been a devastating thing and I think that if you if you don't mind my saying it I think that I think that churches have abdicated their role. Amen. So that is they I mean churches need to tell the, their congregation that reaching into your own pockets to help people uh, help people in need is praiseworthy and laudable reaching in somebody else's pockets to help somebody else uh, in in need is worthy of condemnation and when god gave moses the commandment thou shalt not steal he did not mean thou shalt not steal unless you got a majority vote in the united states congress <laughs> Folks, you can just from those two minutes or three, you can tell why I've enjoyed this man's work for so long. You remind us that there was the time when the family took care of the family. Honor your father and your mother. Children took care of the elderly and the infirm among them. And uh, that falls back on the teachings of the church and as well a, a culture that now I, I'm thinking as you're talking about it, I'm sure you remember it, the woman who, among a number, who was rejoicing when Barack Obama was elected because she was going to get a free cell phone. Oh, yeah, that's right. And, and people are jumping up down saying that Obama's going to pay their mortgage and stuff like that. And, and I, I, think, I think you're absolutely right that, um, that, that, that charities... Char- you know, charitable giving is a good thing, and it makes people responsible. That is, I think that a church group that let's say there's a family down the street and they they need some help, but the but the family was engaging in drug activity and and uh, and sitting watching Oprah all day and stuff like that. Well, the the church and other uh, uh, charitable groups would just cut those people off. But with the welfare state, uh, the you know it's just uh, you know. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, do what you're doing now, and, uh, and you'll get $400, and then if you mess up more, you'll get $700. And I think that's been a devastating, uh, it has a devastating impact on, on the American people. Well, you uh, say here part of the message of charitable groups back then was, we'll help you if 
you help yourself. And you know, well, that's a strong scripture that St. Paul wrote. Uh, if a man won't work, he will not eat or we don't let him eat. And I, that seems so brutal and unconscionable in today's culture. Oh, ab- absolutely right. That is a person would be run out of office, any, any presidential or senatorial or or a, a congressional or House of Representatives candidate would say something that he would be run out of town. And and if you look at, you know, if you look at the, the, the big charitable organizations started in our country, uh, as I point out in the column, in 1887, uh, religious leaders founded the charitable organization, uh, charitable organization society, which became the first United Way. There was the Big Brothers and Big Sisters. There was the American Cancer Society. And and, and industrial giants like Andrew Carnegie and John D. Rockefeller and, and, uh, and Ford, Henry Ford, they created some of our nation's first and biggest uh, philanthropic organizations. Talking with Dr. Walter E. Williams, check his website out at WalterEWilliams.com. This one's before and after welfare handouts. And uh, you point out something else very important. Uh, it seems to me we ought to be embarrassed as Americans to claim, and I'm being sincere here. I know there are people in great need in our country, but they have resource to, to which to turn. And you point out that uh, there is virtually no material poverty in the U.S. That, that is absolutely right. Uh, there's a plenty of spiritual poverty, but no material poverty. And I give some statistics, and these statistics are readily available uh, at, at the, you know, through government statistics, Agriculture Department, Census Bureau. And it turns out that, that 80, 80% of households uh, the, uh, that the Census Department labels are poor have air conditioning. Three-quarters of them have a car. 31% have two or more cards. They have cable TV or satellite TV. Uh, half have, have at least one computer, and and they and 42% own their houses. And so, and, and I mean, if you are an unborn spirit, uh, and before you you're you're not born yet, but God says to you, I condemn you to a life of poverty, but I'm going to let you choose the country to be poor in. <laughs> Who do you think? <laughs> what country would people choose to be poor in? It would be the United States. America's poor. Uh, many of them live better than the middle class in most other countries around the world. Well, you also say we have, and you referenced it a moment ago, we have in our nation not a material poverty but dependency and poverty of spirit. And you said part of this pathological lifestyle is reflected in the family structure. What's happened to us there? Well, I, I think, you know, I, I, I'm, I've, I've just had my 82nd birthday. Congratulations, and, by the way. Oh, thank, thank you. And when I was coming up as a kid, the kind of things that you see today among people, I think they would just never been a heard of. You know, uh, the, you know, the it, I grew up in a, in a Rich Island housing project in North Philadelphia, and my father deserted us when I was three and my sister was two, and we were the only kids in the neighborhood that 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 I knew of that did not have both a mother and father in the house. Now. It would be exactly the opposite. Uh, now, it would be rare to see a mother and father in the house. And it was rare among blacks for a long time, up until the 19, early 1960s, for a kid to be, be uh, raised by one woman. You know, in, 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 in New York, in Harlem, New York, in 1925, 85% of black kids lived in two-parent families. That's 1925. And matter of fact, more black kids lived in biological mother and father families during slavery 
than live today. I mean, in slavery, uh, blacks could not get married, but nonetheless, they were biological mother and fathers. And and more black kids lived in biological mother and fathers' households uh, during slavery than today. That's amazing. Uh, and uh, do you see this changing? The, uh, is there anywhere a political will on the part of any politician to really turn this thing back? Well, uh, I, I think, as I say at the end of my at end of that column, uh, there's there's little guts in the political arena to address this problem, and because uh, politicians, uh, you know, they don't want to be called uh, racist, sexist, uncaring, and insensitive, and so it's not much political will to to change things, and and so the 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 welfare dependency uh, is it seems to be a permanent state of affairs. However, uh, with uh, <laughs> With Donald Trump, he showed a little bit of guts uh, uh, trying to do something with the food stamp program, and 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 when people say when people criticize him for trying to uh, reduce the people on food stamps, I mean he say, he, they say people are going to starve to death, and it turns out that the nutritional problem with poor people in our country, which is unique to anywhere else in the world where there are poor people, is obesity. That's amazing. So there's so much more we need to talk about, but thank you for the time today, my friend. Always good to chat with you. And thank you for inviting me. Again, Dr. Walter E. Williams. Check his work out at WalterEWilliams.com. As a matter of fact, he, as I said, is professor of economics at George Mason University. And you can find his features and that of others at, uh, uh, at Creators.com as well. He is syndicated by Creators Syndicate. From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. It's commencement season at American colleges and universities, and you know what that means, don't you? It means liberal commencement speakers. And why not? They're the perfect capstone to four or more years of politically correct liberal instruction. At my alma mater, American University in Washington, D.C., a series of speakers for the various colleges were women's rights advocates and environmental disciples. The school brags it is the first carbon-neutral university. The new president, Sylvia Burwell, was Barack Obama's secretary of HHS, which should tell you all you need to know about her politics. One survey by Young America Foundation found liberals outnumber conservative commencement speakers this year by a margin of 12 to 1. I'm surprised it isn't higher. So here's a word of advice for all you parents and grandparents who have children and grandchildren of college age. Be careful where you send them to college. If you aren't careful, I mean really careful, and investigate the curriculum, your children and grandchildren may come back with a different worldview. I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. The following is not an actor, but a real-life story from Trinity Debt Management. My husband and I wanted to buy a new car, and we don't have very good credit ratings, so the bank recommended Trinity, so we called them. And the people were very nice. They told us the best solution for our problems. If you're in debt and you need help, call Trinity at 1-800-793-9159 to talk to a certified counselor. Trinity consolidated our bills, got us a lower interest rate, and a much better monthly payment. Trinity 
company will consolidate your accounts into one easy-to-manage monthly payment, put a stop to late fees and over-limit charges, reduce your interest, and possibly improve your credit score. You'll save thousands. We feel much better now. Things are going pretty well. And since we've been with Trinity, our credit rating has really improved. If your debt has you down, call Trinity at 1-800-793-9159. My name is Ann, and we're debt-free for keeps. 1-800-793-9159. Another last-minute adventure from Hotels.com. After nine hours in the car, we were almost home from vacation. Things were going well until... Sparkles! We left my hamster. Sparkles. They headed back for Sparkles, but they didn't know about last-minute deals from Hotels.com. So we slept in our car. Life happens, and when it does, Hotels.com has a last-minute deal. Right now, find great deals in Orlando, Atlanta, and throughout Florida. Hotels.com. Be smart. Book smart. Do you have a cracked or broken windshield and full coverage insurance? Do you want a new windshield at no charge and up to $100 cash back on the spot for your damaged windshield? Call Autoglass America today at 813-96-GLASS. They work for you, not your insurance company. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. We turn your broken glass into cold hard cash. Autoglass America. Weekday mornings at 9. Don't miss Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. That is the gospel message. The gospel defined. Jesus died sacrificially. He rose victoriously. And he offers salvation to everyone who believes in him. That is the gospel. Moving Forward with Dr. Stephen Rummage. Weekday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Ron Crow Show on WAVA. Happy to share the day as well with the uh, listeners to the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 AM. 9, 10 a.m., 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Great to have you with us. In an opinion piece at thehill.com, my guest this hour notes that health insurers are beginning to announce their 2019 premium increases for the dwindling number of Americans who participate in Obamacare exchanges, and he says it is not a pretty picture. He also argues against the claims of those on the left that those premium hikes are, well, who else but President Donald Trump's fault. Join us now to talk more about it, Dr. Merrill Matthews. He's resident scholar at IPI, that is Institute for Policy Innovation. He's a health policy expert, weekly contributor at Forbes.com, and more to his credit as well. That website, again, is IPI.org. Merrill, welcome. Uh, whether it's here in the studios when you're in town or uh, are you in Texas today? I am in Texas today, though I was in Michigan yesterday. Well, by the way, uh, uh, so sorry to hear of the shooting in Santa Fe. Uh, yes. Uh, are, are there, uh, I understand there were several killed. Is there a, an update on that numbers-wise, or do you know? I think I saw the last number was eight or ten. Uh, I saw on the television several uh, care flights there to pick up kids, and I think they have the sus- a, a suspect in custody. Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's a tragic event that uh, far far too many of them happening. But we uh, 
We'll try to talk about that in depth another time. But I, I wanted to get your thoughts on this uh, latest development, uh, health insurance premium increases. Now, first of all, that should not come as any great surprise to anybody, should it? No, no. It not not only was it predictable, it was predicted by several of us uh, when Obamacare passed and then right before the real insurance changes came in in 2014, we explained. In fact, I did in January 2013. Here's what you're going to expect, going to see, and this is why you're going to see it. You're going to see health insurance premiums going up. You're going to see younger, healthy people begin to drop out. You'll see older, sicker people stay in, uh, and you'll see the premium increases even more. And by uh, at some point, this it becomes what we call the death spiral. And the only way you really sort of keep it alive then is you have government subsidies. And, of course, we already have government subsidies in the form of the uh, subsidies helping uh, underwrite the premiums for about 85% of the people who go into the exchange and buy health insurance. If it wasn't for that, there'd be almost nobody in the exchange. Now, you also cite early in the column two areas that are very sensitive to us here, Virginia and Maryland, looking at uh, real spikes, uh, as well as, I believe, your own state of Texas. Talk about that. Well, they uh, they announced uh, just about a month ago, two or three weeks ago, that um, uh, Virginia Blue Cross Blue Shield is going to be looking at a 91% increase for its PPO plans. Uh, that's in Virginia. Maryland is going to be isn't as high as that, but uh, I think Maryland is at 64% increase for that. It's just a huge increase, and that's 91% in one year, Don. <laughs> that's not like over 10 years. That's one year. Now that's hitting those who are uh, who are uh, being covered by the exchange, right? Uh, that's right. It's it's uh, it's it's affecting people who are in the employer market, but much much less. And the vast majority of people under age sixty five who have health insurance is in the employer market. We're only talking. I'm, there's just really in these plans only a few thousand left. I think in the uh, the Maryland Blue Cross, there's about uh, uh, Virginia about forty five hundred people. So these are small plans. They're getting smaller. Uh, as more young, healthy people begin to drop out, as the government has uh, has already identified in uh, in tracking these things, so it's doing exactly what we expected it to do. The only reason it's not collapsing sooner is that the government is paying the large majority of pe- premiums for most of the people in the pool. If you're if you're in the pool and and taxpayers are subsidizing almost all of the cost of your premium, you may not care how much the premiums cost. And uh, yet, of course, as we would expect, uh, it is uh, uh, it is a uh, knee-jerk reaction on the part of the left that's uh, always predictable. They say, "Look, this isn't our fault. This is Donald Trump's." How? Are, what's any kind of rationale that can justify that claim? Well, what happened is last year, uh, last October, Donald Trump decided to quit. Uh, paying the cost-sharing reduction payments. Mm -hmm. That probably bumped up the premiums a little bit, Um, but those uh, one of the things that we found out, none of us really actually knew this, but once those premiums bumped up uh, by him eliminating the cost-sharing reductions, the subsidies actually went up, and more more people in it actually got lower premiums out of pocket, lower out-of-pocket costs for their premiums because of just the way the thing is structured. So that may have had uh, some effect on it, but the Department of Health and Human Services released a survey last year uh, looking at the um, – actually, earlier this year, looking at the premium increases over the past um, 
over the past four years because it kicks in 2014. So it was looking at 14, 15, 16, and 17, and it saw the average premiums going up by 105% in those four years, so a total of 105%. You sort of break that down, it's about 25% a year. I would argue it's probably less in the, in the early stages and more in the later stages, but uh, that's about what we were looking at when we, uh, when we did this initially. And the point I'm trying to make is – Donald uh, premiums were not affected until this year by Donald Trump's decision. The premiums for 2017 were already set in uh, late 2016 before Donald Trump ever even won the presidency. So the first year his he had any impact on premiums was this year. In light of all that, and of course, it's now uh, any number of uh, metaphors that might work, closing the barn, the door after the horse is out, you know, the barn door after the horse is out. In other words, this thing was pre- – you and I talked about this going into this, as others uh, of you economic experts have addressed it. Uh, before, when we first started debating the whole mess called Obamacare, the, in other words, this, is, this should not be a surprise to anybody, as, as I recall. No, it's not. It's not a surprise. Actuaries have been claiming this is what would happen uh, for years. Back in the early 90s, after Bill Clinton came in and started trying to move the Clinton health care plan, six or seven states decided to adopt sort of state-based versions of the Clinton health care plan. New Jersey and New York were two of them, uh, and they did not include a mandate. There was no mandate that you had to buy health insurance, but they required insurers and the individual market to accept anybody who applied and so forth, and you saw exactly the same thing happening. Premiums began to skyrocket. I got calls back in the in the mid-'90s from college students in New York saying, what am I going to do? I got to, I, My premiums are exploding, and I can't afford them anymore. I'm a young, healthy person, but I'm in college. I don't make any money, uh, and I just can't continue in there. So that's the same thing happened back then, and you, we sort of pointed to that. The administration completely refused to uh, ex- concede that. They said the mandate and the other things we're doing, they'll make sure that people are going to be in there. Plus, it's going to be such a good policy, and it's going to be so affordable with the competition and so forth, because so many insurers are going to be competing that this is just it, that scenario will not happen. Of course, it's exactly what did happen. And uh, where are we now? Uh, we had hoped that there would come a real, true will to uh, eliminate Obamacare, and uh, whether uh, whether in- incrementally or in one fell swoop, uh, the latter probably not possible, but it seems to me we're stuck with a lot of uh, the end result of Obamacare at this point, aren't we? There is a move right now. Senator Lindsey Graham is trying to lead this from the Senate. I think former Senator Rick Santorum is having is is working on it as well to try to create a, a, a something a newer plan that was that would be similar to what uh, Senator Graham had proposed uh, last fall. Uh, it's not clear to me there will be a lot of momentum for that. So there is that effort. The no, the notion of just repealing it seems to be gone right now. And of course, as you and I have talked about, become next year, uh, people will no longer have the mandate uh, imposed on them. But there's not many options that they can go out and buy because yeah. the law prohibits that. Final question: How will this affect the uh, 2018 elections? The midterms. Well, uh, good question. People will start seeing those premium increases coming in in the next uh, next few months, and I suspect we'll see some news coverage of it. Uh, but if they if they're successful in blaming it on Donald Trump, it may affect Republicans. Good to talk with you as always, my friend. Thank you. Thank you again, Dr. Merrill Matthews. 
You want to check his work out and that of his colleagues? Well worth doing it at IPI.org, Institute for Policy Innovation, IPI.org. Strength throughout the day, weekdays at 2 p.m. It's Know the Truth with Philip DeCourcy. The Christian life isn't a joy ride, but it is continually, increasingly a joy road. And at 2.30, Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff. Success isn't based on the results that we see. Success is based upon what did God want to do? Faith Talk, AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now. 888-884-4836. 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at savechildrentoday.org. That's savechildrentoday.org. Thank you for the amazing job you've done in moving my first book forward in the publishing process. Ludie Cotton Darnell's book, Ashley, Alex, and the Mystery Twins, was published with Zulon Press. This is an exciting time for me. Have you got a book for a Christian audience? Want to control the publishing process? Your free publishing guide is at ChristianPublishing.com. I thank the Lord that Zulon Press has made it possible. Visit Zulon Press for your free publishing guide at ChristianPublishing.com. If you don't have a battery-operated radio and light when the power goes out, you may be considered a little crazy. This is Bob from Sea Crane, and radio is the only service that stays up when all communications are down. We believe that having an emergency radio and light that always works is one of the most important things you can have in your emergency kit. Well, with the CC Observer, you get both. The Observer is an AM, FM, and weather band radio that will keep you updated during any local emergency. The Observer can be charged by a hand crank or can be used with common AA batteries. It has a built-in flashlight and a lighted dial. The CC Observer is the radio and light source that you should have during a power outage. Order the CC Observer for the low price of $44.95 by calling C. Crane at 800-522-8863. That's 800 800- Five two two eight eight six three, or visit us online at ccradio.com. For excellent radios and customer service, Seacrane is the company of choice. Faith Talk 570, WTBN. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers and a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when there seems to be none. All your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us now online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. 
If you are arrogant, remember that it is not you who supports the root, but the root who supports you. In verse 20 and 21, it says to the Christians, don't be arrogant. If God didn't spare Jewish people for unbelief, why would he spare you? Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. Don Crow Show on WAVA and also sharing today with the Bill Bunkley Show audience, 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Well, we recently talked about an effort, in fact, uh, 86 organizations uh, writing a letter asking U.S. Department of Health and Human Services to reinstate the Reagan administration's Title X administration's uh, regulation, rather. And uh, Liberty Council President, Liberty Council Action Chairman at the time, Matt Staver, was among those, that organization, part of this effort. And he said President Trump promised he would defund Planned Parenthood. Now's the time for the president's administration to back the president and fulfill that promise. And uh, we fast forward to this headline today, White House Proposal Blocks Abortion Funding. Join us to talk more about this latest action and good news. Liberty Council Action's Director of Public Policy, Jonathan Alexander. Jonathan, thank you for joining me today. Uh, My fault. I think we've got it now. Thank you for being here. Hi, thank you for having me. Can you tell folks who don't know the backstory of this, uh, what we've just mentioned over the last year since uh, Donald Trump's been in office uh, Certainly he's been uh, standing with the pro-life uh, movement uh, all along, but uh, what's this latest request and what's this latest proposal? What will it do? All right, so there's about $286 million a year that Congress appropriates towards Title X family planning service centers. Uh, much of that in recent years has gone towards promoting the practice of abortion. Uh, the Reagan regulation, this is about 30 or so years ago, put in place Uh, a rule that said if you are operating a family uh, planning clinic, uh, you weren't allowed to not only perform abortions, but you can consult with abortions, you can refer clients for abortions, you can counsel individuals towards abortions. Uh, And this was creating a clear line of demarcation in these family planning centers between uh, those centers and abortion clinics, uh, which reflected uh, an, an increasing culture of life at the time. Uh, well, those regulations were pulled back over the years, but we're seeing a President Trump today take another step forward in reinstating these regulations. Now, the uh, the history of this, of course, is uh, is deadly. Uh, I don't overstate it. Uh, right. Uh, right. Serious abortion complications have marked the industry from day one, much of which probably is still under the radar. There are probably stories we never will know of horrific things that happened right. in these clinics. And, and, and it's worse to think that that has been done with taxpayer funding. Uh, about six out of ten Americans, uh, even those that are pro-choice, uh, self-identify as pro-choice, do say that they want to draw the line when it comes uh, to taxpayers funding this culture of death, this murder of babies. Uh, so we're seeing President Trump take a bold step today. It's a step uh, that you know should be followed up with many steps, hopefully Congress in their remaining months, uh, and certainly in the next session, can continue to put forward proposals uh, that will ultimately deal a final status uh, to this practice of abortion. 
Uh, talk further about that. Uh, well, let's take a break and come back. Have you talk further about some specific Absolutely. actions that Congress uh, really needs to take that our listeners can help get in- involved with and engaged with and uh, contact their congressmen, their uh, particular lawmakers and let them know uh, what needs to be done. We'll be back with more in a moment with Jonathan Alexander, and he is with Liberty Council, lc.org and libertycouncil.com, a couple of websites. Strength throughout the day. Weekdays at noon, it's Jay Sekulow Live. Let me ask you all something as American people. You want the head of the FBI to be so impacted by politics of the day. And at 12.30, Faith in Practice with A.R. Bernard. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50 Plus. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Get ready for the next most important event that will change the world forever. Bigger than the Super Bowl, the Pro Bowl, and the famous Idaho Potato Bowl all rolled into one. It's the Pick and Roll Sports Show with Corey, the sports socialist, Seibel, and Adam, a.k.a. the Mayor, Smith. Join us as we look at the weekly sports world along with some lighthearted humor, all through the lens of faith. Yes, you can have both. That's Pick and Roll with Adam and Corey Saturday mornings at 11 on Faith Talk 570, 910, and FM 102.1. Welcome to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling, cultivating a love of learning through a Christian worldview. Here is Classical Conversations homeschooling advocate, Lee Bortons. In C.S. Lewis's Screwtape Letters, the older demon coaches the younger demon to play on the human's disappointment at laborious doing. Quote, work hard then on the disappointment or anticlimax, which is certainly coming to the patient during his first few weeks as a churchman. In every department of life, it marks the transition from dreaming aspiration to laborious doing. We humans are so prone to have dreaming aspiration and then to succumb to disappointment when it comes to laborious doing. We have visions of our children seated at our feet, hanging on every word during a family devotion. We have dreams of working on math cheerfully and excitedly as we sit at the dining room table together. But the homeschooling journey is not quite like that. When someone learns of a homeschooler, they often wonder why a family has made this choice. Well, there are many answers. But my favorite is that of my friend who said, I no longer have to have a lot of answers. I only know that God called me to it, and I'm doing it until he tells me to stop. We are called to commit the works of our hands each day to him with no promise of instant answers. The process of our labors and our sanctification can sometimes seem very small. But then there's the joy. We sound out the same words with our small child day after day. 
and they are suddenly reading. We train them over and over to do the household chores, and then one day they do them without being told. It's not the dream of the farm that yields the crops. It's the day-to-day tending. It's not the dream of the homeschool that produces the fruit. It is the daily labor of cultivating our children. You've been listening to Classical Conversations on Homeschooling with Lee Bortons. To learn more about Classical Christian Community, visit ClassicalConversations.com. That's ClassicalConversations.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. The center, I think, in this country of promoting death. Uh, there are standalone measures to finally defund Planned Parenthood, at least for a one-year period. Uh, so that's uh, still in the House. There's a counterpart Senate version. Uh, I think that's a proposal, although it will be a tough and difficult vote, uh, one worth reminding uh, Congress uh, to place at the top of their agenda because it will do uh, what is necessary to defund Planned Parenthood. Of course, there were efforts uh, during the Obamacare repeal, both in the House and the Senate, that would have effectively defunded Parenthood. And remember, we remember how the Obamacare uh, repeal failed as to one vote. Uh, so Congress can take the step in the right direction. They showed that they have before, but I think uh, some more constituent push uh, can be what Congress needs uh, to finally bring this across the finish line and end this culture of death. Well, I read earlier a wonderful story, Chattanooga, Tennessee, 25 years uh, city abortion-free. It's an amazing story all its own, yeah. and I'm sure you're aware of it. But uh, that being, And that being said, I think that uh, we of the pro-life movement need to remind ourselves that there's been immense progress made since Absolutely. 1973, hasn't there? Absolutely. I mean, we're, we're seeing uh, the numbers continue to go in our direction, uh, that as more and more Americans are being aware of what actually happens behind these clinic doors and behind these abortion curtains, uh, when that's being peeled back and exposed to Americans, we see that you know there are babies being teared limb from limb in their mother's wombs. And that's not a practice that is reflective of the American culture. Uh, shouldn't definitely shouldn't be one that is uh, propped up by taxpayer funding. Um, and we can do what it takes uh, to take the right steps um, and put a final uh, status ending this culture of death. Thank you, my friend. Good to talk with you. My best to you and Matt and all your colleagues there at Liberty Council. Likewise. Thanks so much for having me. Again, Jonathan Alexander with Liberty Council Action, and you can check the work out of that organization at lc.org and libertycouncil.com. And they are well worth your attention and support. As you know, if you know them at all, they do all their work pro bono. And I've often said, who knows, any one of us could be the next one needing some kind of help from this organization. Check it out, uh, libertycouncil.com. Also coming up next hour, an exciting visit with one of my favorite authors and a longtime friend, Patrick K. O'Donnell, one of the nation's leading military and combat historians. He's got another book out. I think this is number 11 for him. It's called The Unknowns, the untold story of America's unknown soldier and World War I's most decorated heroes, who brought that unknown soldier home. It's a riveting read. I've just started reading it myself. We're going to talk about it next hour with Patrick. Stay with us. That's it for this hour, however.
We're here to give you strength between Sundays. Let's not talk about glory. Let's talk about suffering. It's the cross, then the crown. It's humiliation, then the exaltation. Guys, are you up for that? In God's goodness, they were up for it. We are here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm Val Dior. The shooter in Santa Fe, Texas, has been identified as Demetrius Pagorzi. He's a junior at Santa Fe High School, known as a popular kid. He played football, but also known as a quiet kid. He was a junior at the school just outside of Galveston. He is now in custody. Governor Greg Abbott is there and confirms that 10 people were killed and at least 10 were injured this morning when a gunman opened fire at the small Texas Town High School, about 30 minutes south of Houston. University of Texas Medical Branch spokesman Paul Reyes says it is a difficult time for everyone involved. Look, it's an emotional time for, you know, we have we have family, we have friends, we have staff members who live in the Santa Fe area. So, of course, we're all part of this community. Those killed include eight students and a teacher and a school security officer, excuse me. The Trump administration is putting in place a rule that would ban federally funded family planning clinics from referring women for abortions. The policy dates back to the Reagan administration, but the Clinton administration rescinded the rule. Now the Department of Health and Human Services is returning to the policy. Clinics that provide abortions or refer patients to places that do would lose federal funding. Pro-life advocates are cheering the move. However, it is likely to trigger lawsuits that could keep it from taking effect. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton, the race to build new theme park attractions in Orlando, paying big dividends. A new report by the Themed Entertainment Association released this week shows that theme park attendance at the largest parks in North America last year was up 2.3%, powered by new attractions in Orlando. Last year, Walt Disney World in Orlando, for example, opened a new land in its Animal Kingdom Park, modeled after the movie Avatar. Animal Kingdom saw an attendance increase of more than 15%, the highest of any major park in North America in 2017. Bob Agnew reporting. The Dow ending up one today, Town Hall News. Your credit card companies love you. They love it when your cards stay maxed out. They love it when you only make minimum payments. They love it when you struggle. Why? Because they own you. And minimum payments mean maximum profits. Here's great news. National Debt Relief is now offering you free information on how to escape your credit card debt nightmare. If you owe more than $10,000 in credit card debt and are only barely making minimum payments, know this, you may not have to pay it all back. In fact, you may have the right to settle that debt for only a fraction of what you owe. National Debt Relief has helped thousands of people get rid of over $500 million of debt, and they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. Get the information you need for free right now before this offer goes away. Call National Debt Relief now and escape your credit card debt troubles. 800-679-1288. 800-679-1288. 800-679-1288. 
Kensington Palace says Prince Charles will walk Meghan Markle down the aisle at the royal wedding. Charles de la Desma has the details. The palace says Meghan Markle's future father-in-law, the heir to the British throne, would walk her down the aisle at St George's Chapel in Windsor on Saturday. The palace says Charles is pleased to be able to welcome Meghan to the royal family in this way. The father of groom Prince Harry has stepped in after Meghan's dad fell ill days before the wedding and was unable to fly to Britain. She's appealed for people to give her father the space he needs to focus on his health. Amid reports, he has had a heart procedure. Charles de la Desma, London. Well, the French may have overthrown their own monarchy more than 200 years ago, but for some, there remains a fascination for the trappings of the royal experience. French admirers of the British royal family getting ready Friday for the wedding between Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, with shops selling merchandise, seeking brisk sales, seeing brisk sales, that is, in recent days. This is Town Hall News. Hi, I'm Todd Nettles. Strength between Sundays. When Jesus Christ came to this earth, died on the cross, rose from the dead, John said, let me tell you something. It's something we touch, we've seen it, it does something to our senses. It's real. We're here for you. Faith Talk AM 570. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Proud to be an American? My husband, Dominic, and I thank God we are. I'm Lois Falconetti of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. We sell American-made, not like our competitors. We're a Hunter Douglas dealer, which gives a lifetime warranty. We do repairs and at-home drapery cleaning. Tell us you're a veteran, first responder, or proud American. We'll give a donation to St. Jude. See us at Clark & McIntosh or call 922-2345. Remember, Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. Finding Faith Together, the new Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN, also available on the iHeartRadio app. This hour is sponsored by EDI Travel. Hey, your radio talks. Tune it to the Don Crow Show. It's time for the Don Crow Show, right here from the WAVAFM Passport Auto Group Studios. Now, the Don Crow Show. there, folks. Welcome to the Don Crow Show. Daily conversation on matters that matter. Things going on you and I want to learn about and talk about. The whole point is let's get informed and then find ways to get involved. Try to make positive, life-affirming differences, changes in our culture. And again today, we're happy to be sharing this edition of the show with our good friends who are listening to the Bill Bunkley Show. On Faith Talk 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. November 10th, 1921, Washington, D.C. With flawless precision, a testament to their expert horsemanship, and endless days of drilling in the saddle, a regiment of cavalrymen wheeled their mounts to form two lines flanking the entrance to the U.S. Capitol. The sharp ring of cold steel echoed off the pavement and marble buildings as they drew their blades in unison. While drizzly rain dripped from their hats and soaked into their dress uniforms, eight men slowly lifted a flag-draped coffin off the caisson. The unknown soldier had come home to American soil at last, 
and it was their duty to and honor to see him through the last steps of his journey. Opening words in the prologue of a powerful new book that's now just becoming available to you. It's called The Unknowns, The Untold Story of American uh, of America's Unknown Soldier and World War I's Most Decorated Heroes Who Brought Him Home. And as I began to read this book, I thought if you've ever had a deeply moving experience of visiting the tomb of the unknown soldier at Arlington National Cemetery here in Arlington, Virginia, I suspect your reactions might be similar to some that I've had. As I'm sure you know, the tomb is guarded 24 hours a day, 365 days a year in any and all kinds of weather by the tomb guard sentinels, as they're known, all volunteers considered to be the best of the elite 3rd U.S. Infantry Regiment, uh, Regiment, the Old Guard, as a matter of fact, headquartered right here in Fort Myer, Virginia, which is just a couple of blocks from our studios, as a matter of fact. And just as visiting the tomb itself has been for me a very moving experience, even more moving is the chance to see the and witness the changing of the guard with uh, the awe-inspiring precision of that ritual that occurs every hour on the hour. But for those of you who've never had the chance to visit the site, I tell you what, we're going to take you there this hour. Uh, a, a wonderful book among many written by my longtime friend, well-known best-selling author. He's just written the book I just quoted, The Unknowns. Patrick K. O'Donnell, best-selling, critically acclaimed military historian. We'll mention some of his other work as we proceed. But Patrick, my friend, it's always a delight to have you with me either in studio or in this case, I know you're elsewhere, but glad that you're able to join us for this hour. Oh, it's a pleasure and an honor to be on the show, my good friend Don. Why should a book on World War I be relevant today in terms of where we as a nation are now so many years later? It's one of the questions I always ask before I write a book. Who cares? And the reason why World War I matters is it was a seminal event of the 20th century. And so much of our world was remade by that event and is cha- was changed by it and continues to change by it. All we have to do is look at the Middle East and, and realize you know, World War I um, continues to change our lives, Syria, Iraq. This is that, you know, it was one of the reasons why the book found me. Um, I, I, um, I was a combat historian in the Battle of Fallujah, and my good friend, who was the regimental commander, later commanded the Marine Corps Wounded Warrior Regiment, and they asked me to be a battlefield tour guide in France. And I gave them a tour of Normandy, but part of that tour was also the epic and great Battle of Belleau Wood, where the Marine Corps stopped a major German drive on Paris that could have won the war for the, the Central Powers. It's an incredible story. And as we were walking around um, the, the shell-scarred surface of Bella Wood, where there's still mustard gas and lodged in the trees, another one of our guides uh, mentioned that Ernest A. Jansen was the first Medal of Honor recipient for the Marine Corps on Hill 142, which is part of Bella Wood. But he also was a body bearer for the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. And it was right then and there that I realized the book had found me. I wanted to know more. It's all about curiosity. I wanted to know who the other men were. were why were they selected by General Pershing? It turns out that they were the most decorated enlisted men of the war. And there, most of these men are Medal of Honor recipients. 
it's just an, they, each one of their stories could be a movie. And in this character-driven narrative, which is very cinematic, the unknowns tells their story, the story of World War One, and also the untold story of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, which comes from the World War One battlefields of France. Well, you know, as I was beginning to read it, I thought of uh, this being apparently sort of a, a, a uh, uh, what's the word I want? It's it's a, a kind of the way you work. You have uh, these serendipitous moments, as I recall. That's kind of the story behind Washington's Immortals, is it not? It was a serendipitous moment in which uh, the the book just jumped out at you, so to speak. Every one of the books I've written has found me in one way or another. With Washington's Immortals, we were walking along in Brooklyn through the alleys and, and you know, sort of areas in Brooklyn, and we found a rusted old sign that said, Here lie 256 Continental Soldiers, Maryland Heroes. Wanted to know the backstory behind that st- that sign which was the, the the amazing story of the American Thermopylae that took place in Brooklyn in the 1st Maryland Regiment that saved the American Revolution that day. Um, the Unknowns is similar. It's, it's, it's the backstory behind the Unknown Soldier. It's also the story of Pershing's most enlisted, decorated enlisted men, and they were chosen to tell the story of World War I through their eyes. Through each service branch, it's the Navy, it's the Marine Corps, and the Army. And then within those branches, the specializations, it's cavalry. There, Believe it or not, there was actually horse-mounted troops in France. One of my guys, you know, relives the Charge of the Light Brigade in the Meuse-Argonne, one of the America's deadliest battles and one of our largest battles ever. Um, it's the U.S. Navy. It's combat engineers, but these aren't guys that build stuff. They blow things up. And in this case, it's a full-blooded American Indian who's chosen to be kind of a scout, and he leads the forlorn hope to cut through the wire, barbed wire obstacles, before the, the advancing army. Incredibly perilous job. There's also the field artillery, which is an unsung element of the AEF, the heavy artillery, and the infantry. And each one of these stories tells the larger story of World War I, which is something most Americans have no clue about. And this is the 100th anniversary of World War I. And, and, and the most epic battles where America saved the world and, and, the, and the Allies through their efforts. Tends to be a habit of ours as a country, and it's on one out about which we should be proud, I, uh, I argue. Uh, folks, uh, we've got much more. It's going to be a quick hour. Stay with us. Patrick K. O'Donnell, best-selling author of a number of books. And uh, his website is his name if you want to check it out. Patrick K. O'Donnell, 2 ns 2 lscom They say everything is bigger in Texas. Celebrate freedom. Coming up June 30th in Dallas is the largest one-day Christian music festival in the country with artists like Toby Mack. Corey Asbury and Ryan Stevenson. 
Enter the Celebrate Freedom Fun Family Getaway Sweepstakes at letstalkfaith.com and you and your family could be heading to Dallas on us. You'll experience Celebrate Freedom up close and personal with four VIP seats, an artist meet and greet, signed memorabilia, and of course, we'll take care of round-trip airfare for four and a two-night hotel stay. The Celebrate Freedom Fun Family Getaway. One family member a day can enter at letstalkfaith.com until the sweepstakes ends June 9th. Enter today at letstalkfaith.com. At Mr. Sparky, our skilled electricians can help fix any electrical problem. From breaker boxes to home surge protectors, we'll get your life back to normal faster. Call Mr. Sparky today and get $50 off any repair. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Limitations and restrictions may apply. Each location is an independently owned and operated franchise of Mr. Sparky. Each license respectively in their state or county. Faith Talk 570. WTBN. Affordable family fun is what you get with every Clearwater Threshers game at Spectrum Field. See the stars of tomorrow playing today in the Florida State League. There's lots of promotions, too, including Saturday fireworks, concerts, Dollar Tuesdays, Feeding Frenzy Mondays, Tijuana Flats Taps and Tacos Thursdays, and Brunch on Sundays. Find out more in the complete schedule by going to their website at threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball. Get hooked. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies, and rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, for a man age 45 non-tobacco user, it's $1 million of coverage and $75 per month level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110 per month, guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. If you're a smoker, we have great rates available for you as well. At Term Busters, we specialize in policies of $500,000 and above. If you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call today for a quote at 1-800-862-8376. That's 1-800-862-8376. You're probably paying more than you should. Call Term Busters at 1-800-862-8376 or visit our website at termbusters.net. Remember 1-800-862-8376. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. In the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provided for their children. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. As you work throughout the afternoon, keep focused on Christ. Weekdays from 3 to 4, join Jim and Martha Brangenberg for I Work for Him. We're still passionate about helping Christ followers live out their faith in their work. We're still passionate about investing our lives into others who want Jesus to be the center of everything, especially the work. Strength throughout the day. Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1. 
Today's guest host for the Bill Bunkley Show, Don Crow, returns in a moment. I'm Bill Carl, and you know the Holy Land is not the only place that you can find inspiration in your travels. July 31st through August 12th, join the Reformation Tour and River Cruise with Alistair Begg. You can stand before the doors of the Wittenberg Church, where Martin Luther posted the 95 Theses. Details at letstalkfaith.com. We turn your broken... The Don Crow Show on WAVA, talking with Patrick K. O'Donnell, best-selling author a number of times over. As a matter of fact, Patrick, uh, I probably ask, uh, I'm probably asking you to name all 11 of your children, so to speak, but would you just mention at least a few of the outstanding books you've written through the years that folks may not know about? Well, we, we mentioned Washington's Immortals, which is on the Maryland line, and the, it's the first band of brothers on the American Revolution. Um, I was in the Battle of Fallujah with the Marine Corps, uh, a book called We Were One, which is on the Commandant's reading list, and that follows 1st Platoon Lima Company as we went house to house in the Battle of Fallujah. Dog Company, which is on the the boys of Point to Hawk that took D-Day's toughest mission. They scaled 90-foot cliffs to take out the big guns that threatened the entire invasion. Give Me Tomorrow, you know, it's certainly relevant with what's going on in the Korean Peninsula. It's about George Company 3-1. The same unit that I was in uh, Fallujah with, but this is back in 1950, where the men, the boys of the summer of 1950, um, were the chosen, for, the frozen chosen, some of the toughest combat of the Marine Corps. They had to face uh, 10 to 1 odds, 21 odds against the Chinese Army. <clears throat> and then weather that was 40 below zero at the Chosen Reservoir, and it's a it's a band of brothers on, on George Company who... You know, it's another serendipitous moment. When I came back from Fallujah, I was greeted by some older Marines and asked me who I was, and I told them. And the next thing I know, it was a random act of kindness. They asked me if I needed to ride to the train station, and I said, I sure do. And then the, the next thing they mentioned, we were George Company. We defended a hill at the Chosen Reservoir against a Chinese regiment, and I immediately became interested. And I knew the book had found me um, at that point as well. Um, I wrote a book called Beyond Valor, which is on the Airborne and Rangers. It's an oral history of, of their war in World War II. Uh, huge bestseller for Simon & Schuster, Into the Rising Sun. It was the Pacific companion to Beyond Valor. Operative Spies and Saboteurs, it's the men and women of the OSS, the first CIA, as well as America's Special Operations Forces. It's the precursor to the U.S. Navy SEALs and the for the uh, U.S. Army Green Berets, as well as other special operations units. Um, they Dared Return, which is uh, the true story behind Inglorious Bastards, amazing book on some amazing people. Uh, the Brenner Assignment, which is which is a, a true story. It's my fa- one of my favorite World War II stories of, of Stephen Hall, who's this OSS operative that writes a letter that says that he could – he could destroy the Brenner Pass, and he parachutes in uh, in a mission to to do just that. And he's tra- chased by the SS throughout the war, but buries his bo- his, uh, his 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 war diary in a wine bottle on the side of the house. And I reconstructed the entire story from that, and uh, it's an amazing love story, even as well. 
But those are just a few of the books I've written. And, folks, every one of them worth reading. I think I have them all in my library, and I'm going to check again to make sure if I see I haven't missed one. But uh, Patrick and I have been uh, kind of hanging out together here on the show for a number of years. And right now I'm looking still at the prologue, and uh, it's very moving, just the opening words. I cited a few of them there a moment ago. But these eight uh, body bearers uh, brought not only this uh, flag-draped coffin off the caisson, but they took it to, ret- uh, to the rotunda. And, of course, Pershing, you mentioned him already, he was key to this whole thing. Explain his connection to these eight and to this whole remarkable piece of history we now have. General Pershing was the commander of the American Expeditionary Force in France. This is the American Army in France. And he has to do the impossible. In 1917, the United States had an army of about 220,000 men, and he had to grow it to about 4 million strong and somehow face the toughest army in the world at the time, the German army. It was a daunting task. And to say the least, I mean, America had to completely mobilize for war. They also had tactics that were generally from the Spanish-American War or the Civil War, and they had to, to basically advance in their tactics to a modern army. And it's here at at places like Bella Wood that the Marine Corps becomes a modern Marine Corps and the U.S. Army becomes a modern U.S. Army. Uh, It's in the the force of the Meuse-Argonne and and throughout the fighting in France that the uh, United States develops into, you know, a modern force, a fighting force. And each one of the men that are in this character-driven book tell a piece of the of America's story in World War One, either on the waves with the U.S. Navy, which is practically an untold story in and of itself. I mean, the men in the book are amazing. You know, these are uplifting stories of courage that you can't even imagine. I mean, one of my, my the body bearers, his name is Charles Leo O'Connor, and he's this, um, you know, six-foot-something Bostonian that is in the bowels of a, of a of a ship called the USS Mount Vernon. It was a captured German um, liner, almost the size of the Titanic, that during the beginning of the war, it, it, it basically docked in the United States because it was afraid of um, the Royal Navy. And what happened is we interned the ship because we're in neutral. We, couldn't, we wouldn't let it go. The ship itself was um, a fast liner, but it was also carrying millions of dollars of, of German gold. So it was it was seized. A lot, the gold and the liner was seized, and it became the USS Mount Vernon. And Charles Leo O'Connor was a water tender on board the ship, and he worked in the bowels of the ship in the, the boiler room. And this is a, you know, these guys were men of iron. He had to shovel coal for hours a day, you know, in this hot blast furnace-like environment. And in 1918... As they were transporting troops over to France, his day completely changed when a torpedo hit the side of the the boiler room, and it, the ship was, you know, tons of, of seawater were rushing in immediately. The ship was listing, and it was really in danger of, of capsizing. And Leo uh, Charles Leo O'Connor was badly burned by the boilers and the um, you know the cinders that came out, as well as the steaming water. But instead of uh, you know caring for himself, he realized that he needed to do his duty. And there was a watertight door that had to be sealed. 
He went over to it, couldn't, it didn't budge. He's getting burned, meanwhile, by, um, you know, all the hot coals from the, the blast furnace. But he's somehow able to close the door, and he saves his ship as a result of his actions. Now, how Barely was, survives. I'm sorry. Uh, I wanted to ask you, uh, all eight of these men handpicked, was it Pershing himself who selected them, or was there some other process? There was a process where they, they, they chose from thousands of, of um, enlisted men, but the final selection came down to General Pershing, and he personally knew some of the men. Well, I want to read, um, as we go toward this bottom of the hour break, I want to read this, uh, just a little bit of more of this, folks, for you to get a sense of this powerful book. It really takes you there. Patrick is such a gifted writer. In solemn silence, General John J. Blackjack Pershing strode across the rotunda in his dress uniform. Having witnessed for firsthand the terrible carnage of World War I, he understood the price of victory in a way that the other dignitaries could only begin to imagine. He tenderly laid a large wreath of pink, uh, pink chrysanthemums uh, in tribute to the unknown soldier who had fought and died at his command. Then the general stepped back, drew himself up to his full height before snapping a, sm- a smart military salute. Pershing, the body bearers, the unknown soldier had come full circle. They had left America's shores years earlier, prepared to sacrifice, yet not fully comprehending the true cost of war. One had paid the ultimate sacrifice, but each uh, one had paid the ultimate price, but each had come home forever changed by battles won and friends lost. This gives such meaning to that experience of just going to the tomb of the unknown soldier himself. Uh, because uh, it's so far removed from us, Patrick, that uh, both by time and the fact that uh, none of us were alive then, but you can't help but realize there are so many powerful stories represented in that very moving spot that we know as the Tomb of the Unknown. Indeed. I mean, there's there's a powerful story there. It's a powerful local story as well. And, you know, the the story in many ways begins on November 9th when the USS Olympia, which was Admiral Dewey's flagship during the Spanish-American War, it's a cruiser. It brings the body. It comes out of the mist. I mean, there's a fog, a massive fog that day, and the ship is like a ghost-like apparition that comes out of the mist on the 9th, and it it docks at the Washington Navy Yard. And that's the, the photo that's on the cover of my book, where the men are carrying the casket and General Pershing and President Harding is there. And it's quite, you know, interesting. My um one of my, my signing on, on Monday, I've got three signings this weekend. One is on Monday, it's at the National Navy Museum at the Navy Yard. So it's kind of a full full circle moment at noon, uh, that will be there, um, sort of reliving that uh, experience in a, in a in a way. And then I've got a signing at Gaithersburg at the Book Festival tomorrow at noon, and then also Politics and Prose at 6 p.m. on Monday. But um, there's so much local history uh, going on with this with this book, and, and that you know I really got taken in by it. Well, want to take a break and come back, and before the hour's over, let's remember to mention those sti- signings again for folks who may want to attend for the ones that are open to the public. Back with more with Patrick. O'Donnell, his website, his name, patrickkodonnell.com. This book's called The Unknowns. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto glass. 
right, Tampa Bay, if you have a cracked windshield and full coverage insurance, they can install a new one for free and buy back your old one for up to $100 cash on the spot. Call 813-96-GLASS. That's 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. Balance of nature's fruits and veggies. I had this crazy thing happen with my eyesight. I went back to get my contact lenses done, and my optometrist, and I'm 46, he said, this is really weird, but your eyesight is better. I'm like, I can't believe it, but I think it's these vitamins I'm taking. I'm a huge believer in the product. Uh, I've tried lots of stuff, and like this is like the only real thing that I've ever, you know, uh, because of all these comparisons with all the other stuff I've had, this is by far uh, the best thing, and consistently, we're so healthy now on the balance of nature. There's no words to say how well it works. Doing good on it, really. I'm feeling my skin is softer, and I feel good. When you call, use discount code NOW, and we'll take 35% off your first month's order and ship it to you free. Call 800-246-8751 or go online to balanceofnature.com and use discount code NOW. For most of us, it's hard to even look at. We've all seen images of a hungry child. She can barely move because that hunger has left her exhausted, lifeless. There's a name for this. It's severe acute malnutrition. Save the Children works in poor areas and cares for the child you're thinking of right now. But they can't do it without you. Your $60 gift to Save the Children can provide the emergency nutrition needed to bring a child back from the verge of death. Will you give the gift of life to a child today? Even a little that you can give will make a huge difference. Please call now, 888-884-4836, 888-884-4836. That's 888-884-4836. Or give online at savechildrentoday.org. That's savechildrentoday.org. Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? Find a job you can believe in and get excited about at ChristianJobs.com. ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings. They connect devoted people like you with thoughtful employers that share your values. Once you log on and see the quality job opportunities available, you'll never settle for just a job again. Log on to ChristianJobs.com. That's ChristianJobs.com. Faith Talk 570, WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group. Hello, I'm Jeff Day, president of Argus University's Tampa and Sarasota campuses. If you're a member of the military, a military spouse, or a veteran interested in earning a college degree, we should talk. As a military-inclusive college, we are committed to providing support for your education and career goals. Our undergraduate and graduate degree programs are designed to prepare you for a variety of careers in psychology, counseling, education, business, and criminal justice. To learn more, go to argosy.edu slash tempa. Know the truth with Pastor Philip DeCourcy. His freedom was limited. He ends up in prison. His life is cut short. But that's okay. When you're a forerunner, it's all about preparing the way, clearing the way, and getting out of the way. You're expendable. It's okay to be a link in a chain of God-given reactions. 
Weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. Ron Crow Show on WAVA. Happy also to be sharing the day with the Bill Bunkley Show audience. 570 AM, 910 AM, and 102.1 FM in Tampa, Florida. Patrick K. O'Donnell, my guest, uh, the best-selling author of a number of great books. His website will give you those, patrickkodonnell.com. And, uh, Patrick, uh, the uh, whole process of selecting the person to be, if you will, the unknown soldier, uh, I found that very, very fascinating. Uh, Obviously, uh, you, you know, people standing at that tomb probably, as I used to have wondered, well, who really is in there? Well, what do you tell us in your book about that? They make it so it's impossible to find out. And um, it's it's really quite an incredible, previously untold story. I found the, um, the diary of the the officer that was in charge of the Graves registration that, that removed um, four unknown soldiers from, from the major cemeteries in France. And these, there are cemeteries, um, there are several cemeteries in France, but they're, they mostly center around the major battlefields where America fought. For instance, there's one at Belleau Wood. There's one at the New Sargon where there was a major, one of the largest battles that America ever fought. Um, there's one at San Miguel um, and some, but the, the, what happened is there were about 2,500 Americans that were unidentified. Initially, the United States Army believed that they would all be identified, so there was no need for an unknown soldier. But France and England were the first to sort of select one unknown that represented everyone that had, um, had fallen for their country. And there was a movement here in the United States to do the, to exactly the same same thing, and it was decided to take four unknown soldiers from each from each of those cemeteries, and then they were brought back to Chalon, France, and the a general officer from the U.S. Army was going to select the unknown soldier, but the last minute the the French said no an enlisted man should select the unknown soldier. So that night, Edward Younger, who's a doughboy, who I follow in the um, the unknowns, he was with the 2nd Division, the 9th Infantry, and they saw some of the toughest combat. They were The Marine Corps, the 4th Brigade, was attached to the 2nd Division. And the 2nd was a an elite unit that was in the toughest battles of uh, in France. They were at Belle Wood. They were at a place called Blancmont. You know, this, let me see, give an example. Younger was at Blancmont. And for three and a half years, the French army tried to take this fortress that was ringed with machine gun nests and, and artillery. It was an impregnable fortress. Tens of thousands of Frenchmen died trying to take it. The second division was really able to, was able to pierce the line in about two or three days. It's, it's an amazing untold story. And Edward Younger was one of the men that those doughboys that went up Block Mont, and he was wounded, and he was wounded severely. He was wounded sev- severely several times, but the night that they brought back the, the four unknowns, um, 
they told Edward Younger that he was going to select the unknown soldier. I mean, that's incredible responsibility. And he was handed a bouquet of roses, of white roses, and he walked into the uh, into where the caskets were flagged right that morning. And as he went in there, he said that he felt the strong sense that the casket that he selected was somebody that had, had fallen, one of his a comrade, somebody that he had known in battle. And that was the selection of the unknown soldier. As I recall you describing it, he kind of walked around the four caskets and a tough decision to make. But as you just said, he seemed to sense some kind of connection with one of those four, uh, very possibly someone he had known. Is that right? That's right. And uh, that begins one of the epic stories in America. I mean, this is, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier is our most hallowed ground. It's our it's our most important war memorial. And, you know, the president always goes there on Memorial Day to honor the fallen, as well as Veterans Day. Uh, you also... Ends the, I'm sorry, go ends ahead. ends World War One on November 11th. And now, each one of these men is involved in that date as well. Now, you also talk about, of course... Was it Patton who said war is hell? Indeed, uh, World War I, all the wars are hell. But uh, you mentioned, for example, the, uh, um, the American Expeditionary Forces facing some, uh, uh, some types of warfare and so forth they had never faced before, including that deadly mustard gas, right? I mean, this, is, this stuff is insidious. They, these men had to not only endure you know, massive machine gun, um, you know, to going across open fields with no body armor or anything, just a simple tin helmet. And then they had to fight often with, with gas that was persistent. Um, mustard gas was kind of this oily droplet that would get all over, get in through the, um, in through your clothing and cause massive irritations. If it got in your lungs, it could kill you. Um, I mean, just imagine trying to fight, in World War One, and then having to fight with a gas mask all the time and wear it when you're sleeping in many cases. And then these guys had to deal with um, lice, you know, for, for months or weeks, that, you know, hundreds of lice that were in bed bugs that were on their bodies. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. It's a story. It's a real story of human endurance. It's uplifting. I mean, in terms of that, you know, people can endure this in the courage that they had um, in each one of these stories is really remarkable. And the book is is character-driven, as I mentioned. It's very cinematic. It's not some sort of dry textbook um, that just relates battles on World War One. It's very much puts you there, and it's, it's, um, it's immersive. And it's fascinating. I and agree. It's something I... most people have don't don't really have much of a clue about, but it's something that's shaped our entire world, and it's important. Well, that's how you write, my friend. You pull us into everything you write. I I don't say that ingratiatingly at all. You really, God has given you a wonderful gift of writing and uh, gathering all these things. And as you're talking about the uh, gas, for example, it reminded me I had one uncle who's now passed away who fought in World War One. And I remember my dad telling me, even as a boy, I tried to find some information out, and, and uh, my dad simply said, your Uncle Clarence won't even talk about it because of the impact, uh, particularly of what he saw apparently and experienced uh, 
uh, in that war, especially when it came to this uh, this poisonous gas. We have to take another break. Coming back with more. I told you to be a quick hour. We have a few more minutes. A great book, a great author, Patrick K. O'Donnell, and this one's called The Unknowns. Stay with us. Carl. And you know, for years, we've been helping families just like yours with half-price tuition to great Christian schools at ChristianTuitions.com. And for years, parents have asked, is this for real? It absolutely is. Here's a recent conversation with Natasha Sherwood, headmaster at Tampa Bay Christian Academy. I literally can remember the first kid who five years ago took up the half-price tuition mm-hmm. discount from you all. The look on that mom's face, she's like, I don't know if I bought into a scam or not. I, this is, you know, and she sat in our office just crying that it wasn't and that yeah. she wasn't able to bring her kid. And you all have helped shape our goals. I mean, when I saw that face, I was like, there are people out there who don't know they can afford it. And we have aggressively tried to meet that need. So thank you, because you've helped shape who we try to be. For years, we've made it our goal to help families afford a private Christian school education through ChristianTuitions.com. Great Christian schools are already enrolling for next year. So hurry today to ChristianTuitions.com for half off your first year's tuition at a private Christian school. Choose your child's school today at ChristianTuitions.com. Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Thinking about a career change? How about your dream job on the staff at a local church? At churchstaffing.com, you can find your true calling and a new career with meaning. Churchstaffing.com has listings for hundreds of jobs in churches all across the country. For pastors and worship leaders, secretaries, accountants, facilities and maintenance, graphic designers, IT specialists, and much more. Best of all, it's free. Find the ideal job for you at the perfect place. Visit churchstaffing.com. That's churchstaffing.com. Do you love a hot dog or hamburger at the ball game? Then you need to bring your appetite to Spectrum Field every Monday. Your $14 ticket includes all you can eat. That's right, you can chow down on all of your ballpark favorites, like hamburgers and hot dogs and many other concession favorites. All you care to eat. Just $14 gets you a ticket to the game and all you can eat. Make sure you come hungry. Visit threshersbaseball.com. Threshers Baseball, get hooked. Good news, ladies. Ugly brown spots on your skin might feel like they're the end of the world, but they're not. You can fade those brown spots from view with Dr. Perry's Night Skin Cream. New customers can try Night Skin Free. Diminish the appearance of brown spots on your face, neck, and hands. Try Night Skin Free. Call 1-800-509-4152. Pay only shipping and handling. One per household. Call for your free night skin. Call 1-800-509-4152. That's 1-800-509-4152. There's no question you need omega-3s. But which form should you take? Fish oil or krill oil? Scientists have debated this for years. Luckily, there's a new solution to satisfy everyone. It's called Krill Omega 50+. It combines ultra-pure fish oil and joint-soothing krill oil together in just one tiny pill. It's so powerful, it can promote the health of your heart and your arteries. And if that wasn't enough, it can also boost your joint comfort in just days. We're so sure Krill Omega 50 Plus will work for you. We'll even send you a free bottle to put to the test. The debate is over. It's not fish oil or krill oil. It's both. And now it's free. Just pay $4.95 for shipping and claim your free bottle. Call now. 1-800-340-5765. 1-800-340-5765. That's 1-800-340-5765. Saturday mornings at 1030. Join us for... 
for The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward. The truth that the idea of God being our creator is not just credible, it's not just plausible, it is actually now becoming undeniable. The Universe Next Door with Dr. Tom Woodward, Saturday mornings at 1030 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. The Unknowns, the untold story of America's unknown soldier and World War I's most decorated heroes who brought him home. And once again, I want to mention some of the other books that Patrick O'Donnell has written, starting with some of his older ones, still very well worth your reading, Beyond Valor, Into the Rising Sun, Operatives, Spies, and Saboteurs, We Were One, The Brenner Assignment, that's one of my favorites as well, They Dared Return. The True Story of Jewish Spies Behind the Lines in Nazi Germany. Give Me Tomorrow, The Korean War's Greatest Untold Story. Dog Company, First Seals, Washington Immortals. And now this one, which I know is uh, well on its way already to be uh, becoming another bestseller. Uh, Patrick, uh, it talk. On Amazon. It was number one in the world for uh, nonfiction. I'm, I'm sorry, what was that again? <laughs> the first day that The Unknowns was on Amazon. It was number one in the world for nonfiction. Wow. The best start I've ever had of all 11 books I've ever written. No surprise. No surprise. Now, before I forget, you have three signings, I think, in the area this weekend uh, on into next week or whenever. Please announce those again for folks who can attend. Sure, because I'll be at Petersburg, yeah. the big book fest uh, tomorrow. Uh, stop by the uh, Gertrude Stein Pavilion at noon. Um, Museum of the Navy. And this is uh, special to me because this is where the the Olympia brought the unknown soldier back in 1921. And it's at the Museum of the Navy, and that's at 12 noon, lunchtime. And then I'll be at Politics and Prose, the uh, famous independent bookstore. But I'll be at their new location, which is at the Wharf, which is down down at the Wharf uh, in D.C. Now, you've already mentioned uh, each one of these eight uh, body bearers, the any one of them uh, has his own story, probably could be made into a book and movie all on its own. Uh, walk us through a, a couple of those guys again that really stuck with you as you began to research and find out who they were. I wrote a, an article called Pershing's One Man Army, and this is one of my body bears. I wrote it in, in Breitbart. It's, it was a, a great piece. It was on Samuel Woodfill, who was... Um, with the 5th Division, they were in the Meuse Argonne. As I mentioned earlier, this is a, a lar- America's largest battle and one of its bloodiest battles. I mean, the, the casualties there pr- approached the number of killed and wounded in the entire Korean War. That's how severe it was. Samuel Woodfill was in the thick of it. They were fighting against the what's known as the Hindenburg Line. And if you kind of think of uh, the, the opening scene of Saving Private Ryan, that's what these guys had to face during every little hill and mountaintop. They had German bunkers and fortifications all throughout the uh, the Meuse Argonne. And, you know, these positions were marked in yards rather than miles. And it would take them, it took them nearly a month just to get about nine miles. These guys had some really tough fighting. Um, and Woodfield was in the thick of it. 
and he his job was to lead a, his his company on a, a reconnaissance kind of mission, a probing attack into the heart of the Hindenburg Line. And as soon as they got out the gate, they were getting shelled and gassed, and Woodfield wasn't able to to get to his gas mask on time. Literally was fighting without it. His eyes were were swollen, and as they they went into the Hindenburg Line. Uh, three machine gun nests opened up and killed many of his men. He single-handedly took out three of those machine gun nests, and it is incredible stuff. I mean, he used his um, 03 Springfield to take out one that was in a kind of a church steeple, uh, you know, an excellent shot, uh, moved forward, took out another one with his 45. The the gun, like, jammed. It's... uh, and as the gun jammed, he didn't panic, um, but a German soldier was literally lunging at him, and he, the only thing that he could find in the immediate area, there was a pickaxe, and he killed the man, uh, felled him like an ox, he said, um, as he hit him in the head with the pickaxe. But he was able to take out you know, these three machine gun nests and then make it back. And they asked him how he, you know, what happened, and he's like, well, I got a few. <laughs> Pershing later, later awarded him the, the the Medal of Honor. Yeah, you and, have a um, you have a picture of him. I'm looking at right now. By the way, folks, some great pictures in the center of this book. Uh, various pictures, very informative. And uh, you put under that his picture. Pershing considered him one of the greatest American soldiers of World War One. Indeed, Don. I mean, one of the things I love the photo section of this book. I, I try to I try to make the photo section tell a story into of the book itself. And what I mean by that is in, you know, the 20 pages or 10 pages of photo inserts in there, it goes chronologically and it can tell a story of what that book is about by just looking at it. <clears throat> what I like to do is, you know, go, go to Barnes and Noble, the book's up at the front of the store and just browse through it, the book in the picture section. And it'll tell you what this book is about, what the unknown's about. And it gives you a very powerful feel of, of of what the book is is really about and, and the men that are in it and the stories that are really quite epic. Going to have to break on that one and come back for just another segment, uh, Patrick. By the way, folks, as Patrick's saying that, what a perfect Father's Day gift. If you've been thinking about it, uh, wondering what you're going to give Dad or Granddad this year, great gift. Any of his books are in that category, but this one's his latest, The Unknowns. Stay with us. We have a bit more. Bunkley inviting you to join me and my family on an inspirational pilgrimage this November to Israel and Jordan. I've crafted with EDI Travel's renowned historian Boaz Shalgi an incredible itinerary. You'll visit Petra in Jordan, Jerusalem, Bethlehem, Nazareth, Jericho, the Sea of Galilee, the Dead Sea, Masada, the Northern Golan Heights, the Lebanese border, Ascalon, plus Jerusalem's new U.S. Embassy. We'll share an Israeli dinner at Boaz's home. See this and much more for the all-inclusive credible price of $3,965. Join me, Tony, and Zach on this 10-day all-inclusive pilgrimage November 10th through 19th. 
As a faithful listener, you've likely heard of my current health challenges. I've been advised by my medical team to plan on leading this spectacular pilgrimage. So come join us. Call 813-515-1510 or check out our complete itinerary online at letstalkfaith.com. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies and rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, for a man age 45 non-tobacco user, it's $1 million of coverage and $75 per month level rate for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can obtain $500,000 of coverage for a monthly premium of only one hundred ten dollars per month guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years that's right level rate guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years if you're a smoker we have great rates available for you as well at term busters we specialize in policies of five hundred thousand dollars and above if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance call today for a quote at 1-800-862-8376 that's 1-800-862-8376 you're probably paying more than you should call term busters at 1-800-862-8376 or visit our website at term busters Remember, 1-800-862-8376. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting. Exam required to qualify. There was a tiny crack in the corner of Mike's glass, spreading like a spider across his windshield. He wasn't worried. His first thought was a new free windshield and cash on the spot. He called 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. If it's chipped or cracked. We'll buy it back. We turn your broken glass into cold, hard cash. Auto Glass America. Up to $100 cash back with comprehensive insurance. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation from the nation's leading Christian teachers. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Sound like something you could use? Visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now, all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Join us online and on your mobile app at ChristianRadio.com. Sunday mornings at 9.30. Don't miss Unfiltered Radio with Bryant Golden, lead pastor of Centerpoint Church in Val Rico. Pastor Bryant gets to the core of Jesus' actual teachings and what they mean to those who've followed Christ for years and to those still searching. There is freedom, forgiveness, and purpose in Jesus Christ. Listen every Sunday morning at 9.30 for Unfiltered Radio on Faith Talk AM 570. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.